Hump Day Quickies Swingers Confessions is intended for mature audiences only and contains explicit language and sexual situations. This is not intended as any professional advice. Welcome to Hump Day Quickies Swinger Confessions. Here in the sex apartment, we share our own sex positive stories and welcome our friends to open up about their experiences in the ethically non monogamous lifestyle. Han and Leia return to the sex apartment to update us on their lifestyle experiences. Leia has a date with a married woman and shows her how it's done. Then they share their side of one of our puppy pile playtime stories. We even get to enjoy hearing the dirty talk of her edging herself during a car ride with Han. Back at the sex apartment, returning once again, we have Han and Leia. Welcome, guys. Hello. Thank you. Welcome, welcome. It has been a little while since we've had you in, and yes. I'm really enjoying these catch-up episodes with everybody. Let's dig into some of your stories. I, I've been waiting patiently for you guys to pull open those notes and start reading from your excerpts. I was originally looking for a female for us, both of us. She was, I guess, kind of a unique situation. Her and her husband had decided to have an open marriage. So they tried like the together thing and it wasn't quite working. So they were exploring their own things. And so she thought that being with another woman was what she wanted to try. Mm. And so somebody rather enjoyed making sure I communicated and did all of that. I didn't even know that you were reaching out. That is true. Because I was reaching out for us, not for me. I didn't even know that you had got on the website or the app or whatever it was and that you had met a friend. Yes. I didn't know any of that was going on until it was time to go have a date. I did go on a date with her. So how did you present that? Exactly with my intentions that I was looking for someone for us, but she seems interested in maybe meeting me, but then would maybe want to meet you because I was the honest. She wasn't sure. What did she call it? Dick because she's married so she's like i don't know if i necessarily want to be with a guy but that does sound really hot so like can i meet you and then maybe meet on and i was like well, okay yeah I, th- I think he'd be okay with that so and he was i was gonna course. say so i didn't complain so when <laughs> so when your wife said hey i'd like to go out and date with another girl you you didn't fight too no, hard no no okay. i didn't complain or fight or, or I was, I was noted. very supportive. <laughs> noted. I was very, very supportive. He was very. So we went on a date and we liked each other. How'd the date go? Um, Good. I would say it was, I had a broken leg and was on crutches. So it was a little bit awkward to kiss each other at the end, but I've got a broken leg and I'm trying to stand and I'd already hobbled all over God's <laughs> creation to like get to the table at the restaurant. That was awkward. But did you? Actually, we did not because mm-hmm. a car pulled in next to us and almost knocked me over. Oh. So yeah, it was a very awkward. <laughs> Awkward experience. But the next time you got together wasn't so awkward. All right. And (laughs) I'm comfortable. Begin. (laughs) Han was in Europe. Okay. I was home, clearly still with a broken leg, because this was like height of broken leg life. I was working from home, so I, you know, needed someone to sunbathe with on a Friday afternoon. Hannah was in like some sort of sales, so she traveled and like could go have long lunches. And so she came over. Oh, are you waiting out back sunbathing for her? Yes. Now, those who have listened to your previous episodes know that tops are not allowed in your pool. Correct. Clothing is incredibly optional. When she arrived and you were already tanning, what were you wearing? 
I actually did have a swimsuit on trying not to scare her mm, at okay. that point, but she was very receptive. You had a pair of shorts on. I did. I had shorts in a I still have those on. shorts. <laughs> she brought her swimsuit, but we never ended up needing it. And why is that? Well, because then we could kiss each other and then we could make out and then I hobbled back in the house <laughs> and she followed. Okay. So she arrived, immediate kiss? Very close, yes. Okay. And in the house we go. Where do we end up? Uh, sitting on the couch making out. I couldn't physically get comfortable you know, with a broken leg. So right. she asked if I wanted to move somewhere where I could be more comfortable. And I said, sure, I know right where. And away we went. Now, straight to your bedroom? Oh, yes. In your bed? On Han's side. Excellent. <laughs> At this point, had you taken any pictures? Um, anything anything to send to Han? Or was this a, this is your experience and we're leaving it at that? Yes. He knew she was coming over and no, there was nothing else for him. All right. During the process. Okay. Yeah, I got a couple of texts before she arrived. Talked about being nervous, that type of thing. All right. And then I got a picture of the two of them at the very end. Clothed, sitting on the couch. Sitting on the couch. And then the rest of that night, I got a full play-by-play. No, I was forced to give a full play-by-play. Feel familiar? (laughs) So So you get to the bedroom. Mm. Topless. Yes. I found it very interesting because I, while she said her and her husband there had been another woman, she was very clearly lost on what to do. And since I've had a very great teacher, um... (laughs) For those of you not watching the video, that doesn't exist, unfortunately. <laughs> Nessa just got a little hand point. <laughs> yes. I've had a wonderful teacher on what to do. I took control. It was uh, very interesting. How interesting was it? I used some of Nessa's tricks in, in less than a minute. Okay. She was having great pleasure. What trick did oh, you use? I know. What trick I, I, I want to know. You, you, here, you guys do this. So... No. <laughs> So I will say in the puppy pile story, I definitely knew when Nessa was the one that was enjoying me (laughs) because she's very distinctive with her tongue. Oh, yes. Oh, my. And it's, oh, no. Oh, yes. (laughs) I'm flattered, but I don't know this. Yes. No, it's, it's, I can, I could actually tell that night when it was you. Like, I didn't have to look. Okay, so you replicated. You're thoroughly getting ahead of yourself on that story. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm just saying, so I used her tricks. Okay. Because she's got just very distinctive pressure. Okay. And it's very distinctive. And I don't even think it took me 30 seconds with Hannah. And she was like, what are you doing? (laughs) And I'm like, well, you see. (laughs) (laughs) What's this thing with the tongue? Yes. Love that. I don't even know I do it. Oh, I mean, I just... I, I've never had it done to me. I don't know. <laughs> honestly, it's just what I think I would like. That's how I go about it. So you like the things I like, and she apparently likes them. Yes. Like, so it works. Look at that. I'm happy to hear it worked for you. That's good. It did. It worked wonderfully. I'm like blushing. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like that too. Um, so it took you 30 seconds to get her off. That's that's a good start for somebody who's like, I might want to explore her. women. <laughs> Then I did it again, and then she obviously wanted to try, and she did a very nice job. It was very lovely. I made her come one more time, and then that was kind of it. Nice. You guys got dressed. Sent now, a little picture. did she send any pictures or anything to her husband? Or No. Okay. No, the only so thing we was had was just you. the one picture fully clothed at the end that we looked like two friends. Yes. Okay. Was there conversation leading up to this date? We met on Feld. Okay. Yield. Yep. So, like, knew what we were looking for, right? Okay. And so, she was just more full of a lot of 
questions on the lifestyle and has never been to a club, has never experienced any of those things. So could you lead in the leading the charge there. I'm impressed. I, I think yeah. she thought I was like an expert and I am not. I, yeah. I mean, you, she, you made her she, come three times yeah. that quickly, apparently. Yeah. She, you showed her you were an expert. <laughs> yeah. She didn't have to guess. <laughs> All right. If you have one favorite text, one. I just skipped two hours of work to fuck a woman and I have to work. <laughs> I have to nice. Work. Should I keep my shorts for you? I'm still wet and have no panties on. Oh, and the nice. answer was the answer was yes, definitely. And I still absolutely have those shorts. Perfect. And he had to buy me new ones yesterday. That's I, well, and that's worth fair. it. That's yep. fair. Yep. Yeah. Right. What was your favorite detail that you read? How much she really enjoyed going down on her, and when she came so quickly. I mean, you could just tell that she really enjoyed that part of it. I bet. Was this fed to you line by line? And you just sat there watching the little typing bubble going? Oh, yeah. Waiting for the next? Oh, yeah, yeah, my yeah. God, I would love that. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, the, the texts <laughs> well, were just... Well, then go to Europe. The texts were just coming in. <laughs> and, go to Europe. I'll go right now. <laughs> That's all it takes. I'm... Bye. Go away. <laughs> but, yeah, it was, a, it was kind of a play-by-play afterwards, and I was getting all the texts from that. And then even after that, she wrote down the full story. Okay. You know, the penthouse style. She went down on me, but seems nervous, so I asked her to let me taste her. I made her come within a minute. Must be my gift, because she was embarrassed how fast she came to. (laughs) (laughs) Love that. See? It's a gift. It's a gift. It's a gift. You should use it. You've been blessed. You've been blessed. Spread the word. That's That's right. Then I made her come twice more. After that, I played with her pussy a bit, sticking her fingers in her. And then she wanted to try again on me now that she had confidence. And I came twice. So let's dig into the puppy paw night, if you'd like. I liked that night. Okay. <laughs> so in episode seven and eight of this season, Dominic and Ariel came in. And one of their stories was a puppy pile between them, Echo and Falcon, Nessa and I, and you guys, Han and Leia. Yes. What I love about this podcast is that a lot of stories are told multiple times from multiple different angles. Different parts of the event play out differently in other people's heads. So I want you to give me your version before we hear Han's version. Well, obviously Nessa, because I remember, (laughs) and I know it's her. (laughs) So how'd this event start off? Han and I were in the corner making out. I think everybody kind of started their own partner, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. Next thing I know, I was kissing you. That happens occasionally, yeah. (laughs) And you were with someone. Oh, this is also drunk girl night. I forgot about that lady till just now. I have boobs. Yes, you have boobs. Oh, and a husband too. Great. Come on in, both of you. That would be fantastic. (laughs) Yes. I don't remember where you went because really the whole night for me was captured by drunk lady because she just kept really entertained and you ended up with her on at some point. We both spent time with her. We did. Yes. She just was. Very aggressive. She was. And if we hadn't let her in because I think I said to you, like, we should probably just let her in. I was going to say, I don't think I was the one pushing letting her in, but we'll let it go. (laughs) Some people wanted to blame me for being the one that actually opened the door, but. I believe I was told by somebody who happens to be sitting very close to me on the couch right now. <laughs> that is true. Leia said, it's another woman. Let her in. But she wouldn't stop yelling. And I just remember thinking, like, she's never going to go away. It's just, a, just let her in. <laughs> just make her stop yelling. And then she really didn't. She was still very loud the rest of the time. That she was. And, and, she, and she we, we have not husband, seen her so since. We no, we haven't. Han, what do you remember from that night? <laughs> we went out and had dinner to hang out, which was nice. Getting to know people. Went over to the club and we're hanging out in the club. Probably Echo said, hey, let's go find a room and 
This yep. this was during Echo's I'm done fucking around, let's get to work yeah. phase. Yeah, it was, yes. it was, let's go. I was a bit nervous because we had never done anything group before. And I will also say Dominic and Ariel actually stood outside the room like, uh, hang on, we're not ready for this because they hadn't really done anything that way either. What I like about that night was everybody had a different set of rules and we made it very clear in the beginning, hey, here's what everybody's rules are. And everybody was coherent and understood that. And off we went without having any worry of boundaries being crossed. Yeah. In in addition to Drunk Girl, we had picked up another couple along the way. Oh, so we had Wayne and Victoria in the room that night as well. Yes. I forgot yes. about that. Yes. So <laughs> room 20 gets really crowded sometimes. It does. Yeah. yeah, it was it was there was a lot of people in there. There was It was very warm in that room too. It got warm fast. Yeah, it does. Yeah. That room does do that as well. Yeah. I do remember somehow I ended up on the bed. Nessa when I ended up with you. Yeah. And then maybe Ariel. Yes. Because I don't think Gecko and I ever got to each other. Yeah, so so we go in the room and we start off kissing. I was nervous. Mm -hmm. And so we were kissing. Leia went over to the bed and I was standing there watching. And I think you knew I was nervous. So you were keeping an eye on me there. Appreciate that. Appreciate the love. Man, I got you, bro. (laughs) So Leia went over in the bed and had some fun. Then she came back and she says to me, she goes, just, just jump in there. Just jump in there. I was trying to say. Oh, it's real easy. Just jump yeah, in there. Oh, yeah, just I'm just, uh, I'm not sure what, how to do that or what, you know, I just, I didn't know how to get involved. I didn't know how to jump in, where to go, et cetera. And she's just, just, just jump in there. Just go, just go, just go, just go. <laughs> so. I was much nicer than that. No. Sure. Yeah. I mean, in, in the fact that you were encouraging your husband to go hop on a bed with three other naked women, that is yes. I, I don't see how that could be taken in any, anything but nice. So <laughs> even if you were screaming it, I'd be like, well, that's pretty nice of her. So it's, I find yeah. it to be acceptable. Yeah. Yeah, was that's, being nice. that's a good point. Okay. So, it, but, but yeah, so we hang out. She went over, had some fun. She came back to me. We were playing a little bit, kissing, etc. Drunk girl comes in. You and I went with drunk girl for a little bit. Yes. She was laying on the couch. I think she was taking care of you and I was taking care of her. Yes. Orally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I think that most of the rest of the time we were standing, watching, you were having more involvement. There's so many people in that room. It was very busy. It is always, after I leave something, I'm always like, all right, who all did we play with? (laughs) Because I'm not really sure when we leave. It sounds... It sounds terrible to say that. But yeah, it's always it's always a like, I don't know, I try to make my way around the room as best I can. Sometimes I have to tap out before I get to other people, so. This was the night that you did your first initial training. Oh, that's right. Yes, that is right. I did do it, but that was kind of at the end. It was the end. It was, that yeah. was the closer. You, yeah, you closed with closer. the triple blowjob. That was. That's right. I do remember that. Yeah, amen. Amen. Okay. <laughs> All right, maybe I was just focused on you blowing me a lot. And I was perfectly good with that. that. Just that. I remember that. That was happening. Yeah. Yes, that, that happened. That I remember that. I enjoyed watching. I enjoyed watching, but I just had a hard time figuring out how to get involved and how to... Those situations are interesting. I love a puppy pile because I can climb in and then Homer Simpson my way out. Yeah. And kind of watch watch from watch from the fences and then just oh wait, here's my moment and in and then back out. We talked about it afterwards and we talked that, you know, next time something like that happens, you know, she <laughs> she's gonna be my wingman. Nice. You know, help to get involved and, and that type of thing versus the just go play, just go play, just go play. That, that's 
that didn't work. It, it, it is a tough spot to be in. We had another guy in that very same room in a very similar situation who just sat on the couch and was waiting for someone to come to him and grab him and bring him in where just everything was happening. And I even turned to him. I said, just go stand near there. There'll be a hand. There, there will be something that reaches for you. But he was just, my wife's having fun and I'm not. And they ended up, she, he kind of gave her that look and she had to pull out and they left in the middle. It was still a fun night though. Yeah. That was. But that's, that's the trick yeah. is once that kind of thing gets going, it's very rare that somebody jumps out and goes, Hey, you get in here too. Right. It's okay. When that person's ready to climb in, they will climb in and be part of it. Even if it's just climbing into the middle and just laying in the middle going, I just like being part of this. And then whatever happens, happens from that point on. One of the things about just my nature, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, oh, yeah. more, I'm more quiet. I'm more it's stand not back. I, I'm more, I, I but, was standing next to you the whole time. I get it. I'm, I'm there with you. <laughs> but, it's, it's, but it's also one of the things that I'm trying to get from this mm-hmm. is learn how to become more social, learn how to talk to people, learn how to have those conversations, get more involved. Uh, it's outside my comfort zone, but mm-hmm. it's one of the things that I'm trying to get out of. Uh, well, I enjoy talking to you, so these things that should come from something. <laughs> That's right. And what was your favorite part, Leah? All of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I had a lot of fun. I I think I talked about that the whole way home. After that, I just I really enjoyed the the group setting, and I, to me, it felt like less pressure. Right? If I wanted to be part of it and doing something, I could, and if I didn't, I could just stand on the side and yeah. make out with someone and then go back. Yeah, we had the numbers in that situation to be able to kind of like G was saying, almost fade into the background or be a part of it or kind of go in and out. And I think that makes for a really great puppy pile situation. And I feel the same is that the pressure is kind of off. You don't have to be the only one that somebody's waiting on to like get off or make sounds or, you know, whatever it is. I very much enjoy those situations. And then you can switch it up too. like, okay, I'm having fun here, but I also know I can have fun there. So of course you don't remember any details afterwards. Any other experiences you want to share about the Lori Hole experience? Oh, oh, yeah, that was really fun. I forgot about that one too. So we went to club. So they have a two, like a glory hole where two ladies can be. There's two holes. Yeah. Okay. Two and holes right next to each other. Next to say, Holly, I'll other. tell you, that's just where one girl can do a lot more work. But <laughs> <laughs> that's, well, yes. we'll we'll let you go with the two ladies can be in there. That's fine. So there was another couple. She was inside. And he was outside. Then of course we. I came in. And he went around, but about a few minutes in, she taps me on the shoulder and she goes, hey, you want to switch? He wasn't going to know, so I said, okay. <laughs> and then I made out with her in the process of going past her. Then we switched, and he was none the wiser until I told him. Really? No. Oh he said, it's not true. You did say you almost weren't sure. I had a good suspicion that some, there, was a, there was a pause, mm-hmm. right? So there was a pause. And the guy beside me kind of looked at me, and I kind of looked at him. Like, <laughs> he was something. Is, is something happening? We don't know. But it got going again, so that was fine. We weren't going to complain. <laughs> so you guys switched spots. Yeah, so we switched spots. That was rather enjoyable. But then I also learned I did not know that like you could have sex with the person on the other side of the glory hole. So all of a sudden, we like go to switch back, and she like stands up and backs up against the wall. And I was like, what is that? <laughs> So then I was struggling to focus because I was watching them. I'm like, what's happening? It was very fun. That's fun. We do owe you guys some credit Ooh. because we talked about the experience that we had that didn't go so well with the single female that, okay. we, were, that we were trying to get together mm-hmm. in the last episode. 
after we talked with you guys, we've kind of turned that around. He's rather enjoying that. Oh, you're rather enjoying <laughs> that. What, what are you talking about? Might have been why we relate today. Oh. Okay. The fantasy and the pillow talk and that type of stuff has uh, ramped up significantly. You know, it was a negative thing that has turned around and become a very positive thing. Now, more specifically. Him being with her. Initially, I was very scared that I didn't think I could ever be like where I wasn't there. It like couldn't even talk about it, fantasizing that. And now we're past that, right? Like she lives on his way home from work. So maybe he is late and needed to stop by and. And so this is bedroom talk. This is bedroom yes. talk. And oh, a car drive home talk. Yes. <laughs> now, who who's leading this talk? <laughs> I thought so. Yep. <laughs> what kind of things do you say? I guess I don't know specifically what I say. Um, we have a great video just from two weeks ago where you're sitting in the car. Yes. And yes. <laughs> and you're uh, playing with yourself, right? Maybe. <laughs> and you're talking about her. Yes. And what you want to happen. Yes. Thank you. 
I'm so close. I'm so close. I'm so close. I can't hold it. So what kind of things do you want to happen? I would like Han to stop by on his way home from work and enjoy his time with her. Come home and not necessarily tell me with words, but let me clean him up. Oh. Okay. Tell you all the things that happened? Yes. Now, is it specifically her or is it just the idea of that happening? It's getting to just the idea of that happening. (laughs) Yes. What happened this week? (laughs) So he has an assistant and she is rather attractive. She came to his office. I'm eating lunch with him and she's all like got her little polar pop chewing on the straw, talking to him and wouldn't even acknowledge me (laughs) like at all. (laughs) And I was like, hmm, she knows I was his wife. Come on. So then he goes to leave because he's like, oh, it's okay. You know, wait for me. I'll walk to the room with you because they're going to a meeting. He stands up and like pushes his trash across the desk and goes, you're going to throw this away, right? Oh, no. And then leaves with her. <sighs> leaves me with his trash. And so I'm like, <laughs> I mean, that was a pretty vivid detail on the chewing on the straw, the polar pop. So yeah. that part was, true. she's, she's all kind of flirting and chatting with him and okay, I'll wait for you. And then he leaves me with his trash and I'm like, I just left to go with another woman and left me with his trash. What the heck? So then we have a very long walkway between buildings. And so here they were going over to my building and I was headed back. And so I come through and I'm like 200 feet away and she's all flirting and laughing and like talking to my husband. And I'm like, hey, hey, I wonder what she's doing after work. (laughs) It was uh, far more attractive than I guess I thought it would be. And have we used this in the bedroom? Multiple times this weekend. That might be the real reason we were late this morning. Okay. <laughs> we did get that text that you guys were a little distracted before leaving, so I understand. Someone distracted me and then blamed it on me. That's <laughs> okay. It happens. About an hour later, I got a text from her saying, did you just seriously push your garbage to me and walk off with your assistant? <laughs> <laughs> I think I said, your hot assistant. Yeah. And I hope you responded with, yes. I did. Excellent. I did. Yes, I did. She said, that was really hot. (laughs) (laughs) Anything new added to your fuck it list? We have now fantasized about her being with other men. We haven't taken any steps beyond the fantasy, uh, but we do use that as pillow talk nowadays. And it's kind of started from the glory hole, Mm -hmm. didn't it? Yeah, just because you didn't know I'd switched. Yeah, so I, you know, I didn't know she switched. Just roll with it. Just right? roll with I'm it. just rolling with it. So, so afterwards, <laughs> afterwards, she says, you know, oh, hey, we switched, and oh, really? Yeah, did you enjoy? Yeah, you know, oh yeah, we enjoyed it, and uh, we were sitting on the couch outside the rooms, uh, getting frisky, talking uh, talking about that. That's when you danced. That's on the when pole. I danced on the stripper. That's pole. That's when you danced on the stripper pole, mm-hmm. and then we ended up grabbing a room, had some fun, just kind of rehashing a little bit that. But then since then, we've just kind of talked about and fantasized about that type of thing. Me being with another guy. In what way? Sexually. Uh (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was obvious. I'm not a dentist here. I don't need to pull teeth. Let's go. (laughs) What kind of things would you like to do with another guy? So I woke up the other day before work. I'd had had a dream. It was some random person like, apparently a friend of his, but like it was a faceless person in the dream. I don't know who it was. We're friends, right? Um, but a friend. 
And we like were staying the weekend at their house or something. And true to my nature, I had a skirt on with no panties. You know, good girl. I understand. Yeah. I wear a lot. I, in my dream, I was going up the steps. Like he was at the top of the steps, and I dropped something. Of course. And oh my! So the friend <laughs> sees it, right? And he sees the friend see it. So then when I go upstairs, he like pushes me into a closet and like gets me all ready and then like brings his friend in and says, have fun. And then I woke up. Okay. And then what happened when you woke up? Well, then I grabbed a toy and played with myself. (laughs) There you go. Well, I mean, (laughs) I was turned on. I know. As you should. I know. So why is it that you guys swing? It's freeing, right? You're being who you are and we're being who we are in, you know, individually and collectively when we're out and it's just fun, right? I think originally it was about finding a girl for you, right? You had the interest, you wanted to yes. explore that that side of you. And so that's originally what we were. It has about. definitely evolved from the f- original story you guys told yeah. mm-hmm. day one in here. We're able to have conversations that could, certainly couldn't have in my previous marriage where you know we can talk about interests we can you know be at a dinner and check out the same girl and go wow look at her and have a conversation yeah she's really <laughs> hot and it just feels like we can be more open and direct with each other just the fact that you guys will share these fantasies yeah and how much you use them in the bedroom has to make i'm just gonna say it has to be a fucking blast but it's a lot of fun <laughs> day it's more of a freeing and getting to be who we are what else are you getting into she really likes to be edged now Oh, it's very hot. I'm glad he enjoys it. I'm, I do too. You do too. <laughs> yeah. What am I talking about? Now we haven't talked edging too. on this. Yeah, we haven't. Especially oh. in the female sense. Let's dig into what you enjoy about. This. First off, go ahead and describe what it is. I guess the best way to describe it is where he plays with my clit until I'm about to come and then he'll tell me no and I have to stop. Right. Mm. And then he'll do that multiple times until finally I'm allowed to come. And how long do you wait before you let her? Is this always your choice or does she finally just start begging and you give in? Oh, she's, she's always begging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's all, which is part of the fun. <laughs> but she's, all, she's always begging, but it, it depends. So on some nights it'll be three or four or five times. We'll get her really close and then, you know, let her have that final orgasm. But then there's some nights that I don't. And That's so she, very mean. And so she has to wait until the next day. Or wow. the or the following day. And it's very wow. mean. <laughs> and then the next evening or the next day, she'll be begging again, please, please let me. And so we'll play again, get get her favorite toy out, use that often. What's your favorite yeah, toy? Yeah, if you've not tried one of those, this one's shaped like a rose. It's fantastic. Oh. And it but it's like the the middle of the rose is actual like suction, suction. with pulsing. Okay. And it oh my goodness. It's the best toy out there. I don't know what they call it, but it's amazing. And you've used the wand? This is better. Wow. That's a that's a big uh, big thing Whoa. to say to me. It's a big claim, huh? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> that could be fighting words. That's a, <laughs> that's a big claim. I love claim. the wand. <laughs> I have a box of worthless toys because they aren't the wand. <laughs> nope. Yeah, we huh? kind of do too. We've by the everything rose. Else is, by the rose. Everything else has gone the wayside. It's the rose. Although our single male friend wanted to bring the rose, right? Mm-hmm. Wasn't yep. that the one he wanted to bring? Mm-hmm. But he did not. So I did not have a chance to try it. It is wonderful. But he raved about it. I can't make it past the first setting. Really? Yes. Okay. But we'll get her really, really close with the rose and then pull it away. And it's so mean. <gasps> it's so, so mean. And, and you so, so love it. <laughs> I do, but it's so mean. 
She'll, she'll even say, I'm, I'm close, I'm close. If you don't want me to come, you better tell me. Tell me now. Tell me now. So I don't want to be in trouble say, if I she's do, saying it's, then that's it's mean, but then she's asking me to. What spurred the edging experimentation? Like, what got you to say, let's try this? I'd seen some videos, but I'm super sensitive, so usually I can't make it that long. So yeah. it just kind of became like a challenge, and then it became fun. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was, it was a video. We had watched... A video about it and you said let's try it then i wasn't even like remotely capable like you couldn't even like the first time tell me no don't come because i was going to win <laughs> and now do you feel your orgasm when you do have a chance to orgasm do you feel like that's bigger or better in any way yes yeah i would say they're they're very big Love that. <laughs> and that's and that's why we were late today Yes, that's the whole. It's not a bad reason I, to be late. I, I find it perfectly acceptable. <laughs> okay. Well, I crawled in bed, started fantasizing about his assistant, and then it led to the next piece, and then we were now, really late. When you fantasize about his assistant, is it just him with her, or are you yeah, are him. you very curious about watching her chew on that straw too? All of this for me had started with me watching. So now the hot pieces is I feel like maybe I could not watch. And so you, so you're, you're just, really, can you, I mean, you played with that one girl on your own. You're really interested in this dabbling into separate room kind of thing or separate, not even, I don't know. Yeah. We haven't, we your haven't, horizons are expanding. Let's put it that way. We haven't made any actual mm-hmm. progress. You know, phys- we haven't made physical progress, but this is fantasy progress. No, no, fantasy no. discussion. He hasn't made any physical progress. I saw that. Finger, I, I saw that finger getting, just remember when you point the finger at somebody <laughs> through your point right back at you, Missy, <laughs> I will say you that did is, your job. I did a very good I job. I will also say that it's a lot easier for women to do that job, but we won't get into that. What if he did show up one day, an hour late? Is this something that you want him just to do if the opportunity arises, or do you, would you rather he speak to you about it? And- no, I think I'd want to know. At this point, I think I'd want to know, but no, but not no. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, so the instructions right now are to reach out to the first girl that didn't work out, right? Right. One thing that we didn't mention yet, since you guys have been here, you, like us, have also gotten married. Yes. Congratulations, first of all. Congratulations. Has the fact that you're married now opened you up to more things? I don't think so. I think it's really just been the natural growth through it as we've, you know, tried to feel our way through what do we think, what don't we think, and as you're getting further ahead, things further behind are still evolving. So do you think that our experiences or the way we live our lifestyle has changed since we got married? I don't think so. And I think a lot of people have mentioned that the fact that we just recently got married shocked them. (laughs) (laughs) I know that is a very common comment that we receive. The people that we see that have gotten married and has built one or the other's confidence in the relationship that, okay, there isn't that risk of us going our separate ways. You feel a little more secure. Yeah. We were kind of set up in a way that that wasn't really a risk. There wasn't that level of concern on either of us. I think a big part of it was that we came from knowing about the lifestyle and True. had our own misfortunes in the past yes. to learn from. Mm-hmm. So I think that helped us a lot in moving forward with our journey in the lifestyle and then also into marriage that it didn't seem to make a big difference if we were married or not. I agree completely. Go us. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I don't know. Speaking of go us. 
Yes, speaking of GOAs, we are still looking for nominations for the ASN Awards, where we're looking to be nominated for the Best Entertainment Podcast. The only way we can get nominated is if we have the votes. So please, please, please find the link on any one of our social media outlets, which could be Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all hump day quickies. Find the link and please vote for us. You can vote every single day. So please, please, please. Yes. Keep those nominations coming. We really appreciate it. I am on my knees. Oh. Begging. (laughs) Speaking of on your knees. Yes. I find it very amusing that every time a woman comes in here and talks about your oral skills, that you are surprised and flattered. I am. Well, flattered, I guess you could be flattered, but surprised is surprising. Why is it surprising that I'm surprised? By now, I think you've heard it enough times to know that that is one of your many talents. I guess because I, every single time, do not feel I have that experience with another female. There are times in between good times that I'm like, hmm, I don't know if this is working. I don't know what else to do to get her going. Or maybe she's just not a vocal person, so I don't know if this is working. Mm -hmm. That I have enough opportunities for doubt to creep in, right? So. I have good ones and I have experiences where I'm not sure if I'm doing all of the things the right way. I don't feel I've perfected the skill, but clearly some people feel I'm great at it. I mean, she took your skill (laughs) and went with it and it seems to work on her end as well. Yes. That being said, some other podcasts may reference certain tips and tricks and then never actually share them. I'll be damned if we're going to do that. Let's dig into what the fuck you actually do. Honestly, I don't call it a trick. I just, it's what I feel would work for me. So I use more of a flat tongue on the clit. I don't take the tip of my tongue and like ding, ding, ding on the clit. I do more of a full blown flat tongue against it and work up and down that way. I'm not typically a back and forth person that, and that's typically because like if I'm pleasing myself, I'm usually in up and down motion. Mm -hmm. So I suppose your girl likes a back and forth motion, then go that way. So to be clear, this is a full tongue lapping. Yes. So a large portion of your tongue as opposed to just the tip of your tongue. Correct. Going back and forth on the clit and the areas surrounding it. It's mostly like a lick up. Okay. And then more of like an ice cream. Yes. You're go- more okay. All kind right. of, but yeah, exactly. But with the flat tongue versus a tip of your tongue, and then see, I when I eat ice cream, I go the full tongue just because I'm trying to get as uh, much as you get as, as, as much can. as yeah. you. Yeah, I get you. I'm with you, I'm girl. Try- I'm getting as much yeah, as I can too. Get right? it, girl. <laughs> So it's that, and then it is also applied pressure as at the same time. So it's not just a light lick. It's definitely, uh, I feel the clit against my tongue, typically. Same thing when sitting on your face versus you kneeling it's between their legs? It's actually easier when they're sitting on my face. I would agree, because I can see the return where you push back that pressure mm-hmm. and get to exactly where you want. And, and if you can get... <laughs> So what I love about when they sit on my face is that I can actually pull them down into my face and I don't necessarily have to use my tongue strength (laughs) for that pressure, right? So I can wrap my arms around their thighs and kind of lock them in. Makes it easier to talk the next day. I got you. (laughs) Not necessarily. It's still still a sore tongue, but... I mean, that's the most of it. I think I alternate between that and a little bit less pressure, but a lot of it has to do with pressure. And again, 
I'm going off of what I know I personally like. And I don't know if that's going to be every girl out there because Mm -hmm. I think every girl is a little bit different on how they are stimulated clitorally. Some people like that kind of lighter sense, ding, ding, ding Mm -hmm. with the tip of the tongue. That to me is too much. Like I'm very sensitive and having that clitoral stimulation just right there on the tip is too much right. and doesn't necessarily get me going. It just makes me like want to pull away. Gotcha. Any digital penetration with this? Yes and no. Depends Way to make on... it sound sexy, G. Digital <laughs> penetration. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Occasionally. Yeah. So, I mean, I read the room, right? So if she's grinding into it, if she seems to be enjoying herself, then I will add a finger or two. And my finger or two usually ends up being like a come here motion. Uh Come hither. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So it's curled under and towards their belly button, I guess you could say. The mythical G spot. The mythical G spot. (laughs) Oh, G spot. That's my spot. That's your spot. I mean, I, I'm like, should I, should I put an ad out there and teach lessons or something? I mean, I because apparently guys are like totally willing to pay for any I, advice. I, I really think that this is more of a hands-on approach <laughs> where share the share the knowledge. That's yeah. I'm all about sharing knowledge. We don't have to charge for it. There's free lessons. Free lessons. Get a sign. We'll put it outside. It'd be great. This Leia versus the Leia that we met at the club a few years ago that giggled in the corner and didn't know what to do is now meeting a woman online, having her come over to the house, stripping her on the couch and then taking her up to her bedroom and going, no, honey, let me show you the way. Yeah. Wow. Wow is right. Yeah. She's definitely come a long way. She knows what she wants. She is not backing down from the things that turn her on. Mm -hmm. And I think it is fucking hot. It really is. And the way that she took control in that situation and actually taught this woman another thing or two. (laughs) Yeah. Was quite exciting to hear. So now we move on to the puppy pile and her just suggesting, oh, honey, just jump in. I think from a woman's standpoint. Yes, this is a situation that unfortunately, as a female, I don't know the difficulty Mm -hmm. that you guys face, not personally, at least, because... For a girl, we can start off on the bed, girl, girl play, or even a girl and a guy play. But those guys who are standing on the outside have to find a way in. And easy for a girl to say, yeah, just go jump in. But it's not. It's much easier said than done, right? Very much so. Because no matter how much you ladies know, yes, I'm very comfortable with that guy. Come on in here. Be part of this. There's still that thing in the back of our head going, if we approach... A, are we sure they're going to be into it? And B, am I going to be ready for whatever's coming my way? And not to mention in Han's case, this would have been a first time for him in a group setting like this. Which can definitely be a nerve wracking experience for a guy. Sure. And so many different levels. The A, am I going to be hard and ready for this? The B, oh, I don't want to come too fast during this because I want to enjoy this as much as possible. And then the, again... Am, am I, I going to be sure? welcomed yes. into this group? Is, yeah, is, like where am I? At where this do particular moment, yeah. does this girl want me involved in this? Right. Now, when somebody on the inside says, hey, you come here, come here, come here, it's pretty easy to go, okay, I know that one wants me there. That leads me to my next question to you in that knowing from my perspective, I can pretty much jump in. I mean, I've never had an issue jumping in on any of our group play sessions mm-hmm. or moving around or changing partners or any of that. I've never questioned it. 
Right. But for you, would you prefer your partner kind of pulling you into something and saying, oh, come here, you have to touch her skin. It's so soft. Or come here, you know, kind of leading you into a position in the group. Or would you prefer to find your own avenue, kind of get in where you most feel comfortable? I actually think the, hey, come here and do this, where it's been presented, this is where we expect you to become part of this group, makes it very easy and direct and also opens the door for that other person to go, hey, wait, not yet. I want more of this or yes, come here. I want that. Okay. So I think that's a great idea. He also mentioned that he's been using the lifestyle to help him get better at talking to people and being more engaged socially. You yourself have mentioned to me many times, you have a hard time just talking to people. Yes. Do you feel that the lifestyle has helped you progress in that at all? It's tough to say within the lifestyle it has helped me, but I still have my reservations in a more vanilla setting because in the lifestyle I feel feel we're dealing with people who are more open-minded. I don't know, I guess with sex on the table, that's the awkward thing, right? So mm-hmm. we can talk about everything else and not worry about it versus in, you know, an open house at school for one of the kids and I have to go talk to one mm-hmm. of the other parents whom I don't really know anything about. Now everything's awkward again. I don't know that I can utilize the same skills in both aspects of That's very fair because when you tell me that you have a hard time talking to people, I think of our pre-parties and go, what are you talking about? You said they're talking to people the whole night with no problem. But again, lifestyle people are so much more open and welcoming than like you say, a school function where it's just a bunch of parents who also don't want to be there. And it's like, oh, looking at your watch every five seconds, like, all right, how do we get out of here? Yeah. And are more standoffish. I can see how the two don't correlate. That being said, I think in a lifestyle situation, you have definitely found a comfort level in talking to people. I would say so. Definitely. She mentions how she very much enjoyed the group play situation because it took some of the pressure off. Mm -hmm. And I'm of the same opinion. I feel like when we have a group play scenario, I'm not the only person being looked at. Mm -hmm. So taking myself out of the center of attention is really enjoyable because then I can focus on not only what I want out of the situation, but also being able to spread myself to other partners as I kind of deem fit, I guess, you know. In all of our group situations, we've never really had that one person in the middle of the bed that was the full center of attention. Right. Which you've seen in lots of different porns and things like that. And not going to lie, I'd still like to see that and be part of that where seven plus people are touching all over one person. Okay. I think that would be a very hot and erotic way to start something. I could see that. Now, I also want to say, don't take me the wrong way. I still absolutely love having a two-on-two or even a one-on-one play session. Mm -hmm. I don't want to take that out of the mix of things I enjoy or lead you to believe that the group play is my preferred play. I would say that I like to mix it up in Mm -hmm. that sense because there are times when we play two on two and it has been absolutely mind-blowing experience where I never felt pressure to be the center of attention or that, you know, we did have a good mixture of people all working towards, you know, the same goal of pleasuring one another and it all worked out. And then we've also had scenarios where I have been the center of attention. And while I do 
do feel pressure in those situations to fulfill the role, I still do enjoy those times. It's just that I don't want that to be my every time, right? right? But interesting concept with somebody still being the center of attention, but in a group scenario. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I actually just had that thought the other day. And then I logically went to the thought of, boy, what if I was laying down in the middle of the bed and it started with, like if I was the first one to jump in the bed and all the girls came towards me and I was the center of that attention and how I would handle that. And I'm very intrigued by it. The thought of that turn you on or the thought of that overwhelm you? (laughs) It actually turned me on with the thought of, I'm laying in the middle of the bed, touching, being touched. And at that point, the two, three, four women have their asses in the air, open and ready for all the other gentlemen in the room to be able to jump in at that point as well. And I was like, wow, that's kind of fucking hot. So (laughs) okay, okay. just just a thought out there. Those puppy pile friends of ours. can change it up a little bit. I like that idea, actually. So if one of these times in the future, I'm the one stripping down first and running and jumping on the bed. (laughs) I'll know why. You lead the charge. (laughs) Come on, ladies. I had to laugh when Han very clearly knew that they had switched behind the glory hole wall. She was still in the mindset of he he never knew. He never knew. I will have to say just recently, we were not in a glory hole situation. Mm, I was going to bring this up myself. <laughs> you were in a situation where you could not tell who was giving you a blowjob. And I think you had a moment of question, but then followed through with, oh, wait, I know who that is. Let's actually set the scene because this is another group situation. Things in the room were wrapping up. Someone had just squirted. And as I mentioned in the last podcast, when somebody squirts, I can't get them to my face fast enough. So I'm laying down on the bed and she's sitting on my face. As I have this happen, there is one woman standing at the head of the bed, Mm -hmm. another woman sitting on the floor right next to that. Another woman on the other bed sitting there, and then you on the far edge of that bed. Correct. I was probably the the woman farthest from you, probably. Yeah. Someone's sitting on my face, and I can't see the room. And literally seconds later, I'm getting my dick sucked. (laughs) It feels amazing. And I'm going, wait, who is this? And I'm trying to figure out who this is because you were the furthest away. Yeah. I had no fucking clue. Thinking in the room, I'm picturing every single person's breasts around the room and then I reach down and start playing with the person's breasts who are sucking my cock and I go oh yes I know these breasts and I know that mouth it's my sweetie Nessa and I'm enjoying this as well so that being said the only way you were really sure was by feeling my breasts more of a confirmation okay if like I knew it was you and I was like but let's make sure because <laughs> I, I honestly didn't think there was any possible way that you could have gotten from where you were over to me in that time frame. So, but that's a story for a different day. That is a story for a different day. It just made me curious if you feel that my blowjob is unique enough to me that you would be able to pick that out had I switched in a glory hole situation. I am pretty damn sure, mm-hmm. but really feel we need to experiment with this more just to make sure. <laughs> Did that come oh, off, boy. Did that come off sounds, as genuine? I don't know. Sounds like it's a terrible job to do. For science. For science, yes. For just science. just to test the theories. I'm testing theories. 
Han and Leia touched on the fact that the last time they were here, they had told us the story about Han and his lady friend who had kind of started a conversation, but then ended up things kind of didn't work out. She was very emphatic that she didn't know if Leia should be there. And Leia was very, I'm not comfortable with not being there. Of course, this is for us. I want to see this. Right. And so things kind of derailed and the situation never became anything. But upon further discussion and Mm -hmm. discussion on Hump Day Quickies, where they confessed to us, they were able to take that fantasy, which started off being more of a fantasy of him with another woman and Leia wanting to see it and turning it a little more into a new fantasy. Yes, the new fantasy was actually completely different. <laughs> I mean, same in the sense of him fucking another woman, but, yeah, but far s- into the spectrum now. Right. But now, not even in the other room, this was at her house on yeah. his way home from work right. when she doesn't know it's happening and so many different aspects of it and has become a huge conversation piece in their bedroom. And it's not just that one woman now, it's also his assistant yeah. and some other just, just the idea of family. him getting fucked and then coming home and going here's what i just did yeah it is something that has her very ramped up that's something that the lifestyle does i don't know that that happens in vanilla relationships so much i feel like it's something that happens in lifestyle relationships because A, you're able to have that open communication and talk about it. And B, things are always just constantly evolving within your own lifestyle journey. Mm -hmm. So you're like just open to seeing more things or open to the idea of things that maybe turned you off initially. Well, in a vanilla relationship, your fantasies stay that. Right. They never get fulfilled. You don't have to evolve your fantasy. It's, well, this is my fantasy. Yeah. But in the lifestyle, you get to live out those fantasies to an extent. But even so, like he never did live out the fantasy of sleeping with this female friend, Mm -hmm. even in front of Leia. Right. But they still managed to change that fantasy. I mean, she's seen him interact with other women. Yeah. And now that she's seen it, she knows, yes, this is something I'm comfortable with. This is something I want. Yeah. Boy, if you can even make this happen away from me and come back and tell me, especially with the way that they share their stories. Yeah. I could totally see how this is a huge turn on for her. Oh, absolutely. I see how it's a huge turn on. It's just amazing to me to see how it's evolved and changed over time. Speaking of how it's a huge turn on for her, car talk. Oh my God. I got wet listening to that car talk. Mm. I think that was fucking hot. Mm -hmm. Off the mics. She was very nervous to share that audio. It took her a good 24 hours before she had him text me and go, hey, yeah, I can send you that. Go ahead and use it for the show. We had heard the car talk as they were talking about it. They shared it with us, but they didn't necessarily want to share it. He did pull out the phone and said, listen to this audio. I was like, that is so fucking hot. And she was terribly embarrassed. I felt horrible that she was so embarrassed. It was really fucking hot. It was. I am very glad that they shared that and allowed us to post that. Yes. One thing that I'm quickly discovering you're not uncomfortable with is edging. I think edging can be done in a really hot, very sexy way. And I think edging can be done in a really shitty way. (laughs) Fair. If done properly, which in Han and Leia's case, I think they are, I mean, just that little peek into their car. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit, sign me up. Do that. Yes. Do that for sure. 
to be clear, through the magic of editing, that clip was originally 12 minutes long. Yes. And I edited it listening for the first time, not knowing how it ends. Mm-hmm. And the end of that 12 minute clip, she didn't get to fucking come. <laughs> I really thought by the end she was <laughs> going she to. She was going to. But she did not. And that surprised me. So even you were edged at And the- <laughs> turned me on. Yeah. You like got edged just listening to it. Very yeah. much. Yes. <laughs> yes. That is, that would be the angle that I would take when it comes to edging. Definitely just a real big turn on and not just a. Oh, you're almost there. Okay, cool. Peace out. Like, I mean, I feel like edging is a mental game. It's physical in that you have to stop yourself, but mentally you get so turned on and Mm -hmm. you want it so bad. And then mentally you have to stop yourself. Mentally you have to slow yourself down. Mm -hmm. So, so much of that plays a role. And I think there's a way to do it that works mentally versus just the physical. You can put the wand on me until I'm really close and you could take it away. But that's not the same thing as like the edging I heard in their car. Right. It's a totally different game. Mm-hmm. For me, I think the edging that I'm turned on by is that mental game, the mental turn on of wanting something really, really bad. And then you telling me something like, no, no, you no, can't have stop it yet. There. No, not, not okay. yet. Right. Versus the I'm playing with your clip, playing with your clip, playing with your clip, playing with your clip. And it's like, oh, you're almost there. And then you just take it away. And that's part of it. Mm-hmm. But there has to be some sort of mental Right. Stimulation as well. For me to enjoy that. Otherwise, I'm just mad. Why the fuck do you take your hand away? (laughs) My mind is fucking racing right now with the idea of telling a guy or two or three, do everything you can to try to make her come. While at the same time, having told you, don't you fucking dare come. You hold back. Get as close as you can, but don't you let it happen. And there comes a time where I would have to physically pull away Mm -hmm. for me to ensure that I don't come. Because otherwise, it's just going to... It's just going to go. But but boy, that, oh, oh, <laughs> look at you. you got as the- much as I really love to hear you come, the thought of you getting really close and even announcing I'm about to, I'm about to, and then pulling yourself away to not let yourself. <laughs> you got the sneaky eyes. Wow. <laughs> you just looking at me like. Mm. It's rare that I get to add a fantasy during one of these and that. Wow. I think we just did. <laughs> we, we've added a couple during this one. I don't know if you remember this. When we first started seeing each other, we did something where I was in my car in the parking garage at work and you were telling me what to do. We were on the phone. You really wanted me to have somebody catch me essentially and see me. That was outside of my comfort zone. But in this scenario, it was- I had you have your pants pulled all the way down. Yes. And there was no way that you were quickly pulling them back up. Right. Because I had them down to your ankles. I told you to take them off, but you're like, no, I can't take them off. (laughs) Yes. But I did stay in an upright position in the car so that Mm -hmm. if somebody had looked in my direction, I would have been caught. But it was definitely nerve wracking. 
to be outside of my comfort zone. I wasn't pushed so far that I was uncomfortable, but mm -hmm. but yeah, you had me touching myself and you were, if I said somebody was walking by, you would say, well, what if they came to the car? That was a really big turn on for me. I felt that was very similar to the edging in right. that I don't think you let me come either. You actually told me, no, I'm not allowed to come. And I do believe I was stretching it out as long as possible with the sincere hope of you getting caught. <laughs> yes. After listening to the car audio, mm -hmm. I get the feeling that we might have a bit of a budding cut queen on our hands with Leia. She definitely wants to share him. Yeah. And definitely wants to hear all about it. Yes. I'm just saying, I there was some part of me that kind of felt like, hmm, I don't know, maybe. I could I could definitely see it. Yeah. I don't know if it's quite to the Kylie level no, of degrading. No, 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 But no. It's, it's definitely. That's what I'm saying. Just a little trickle. Mm -hmm. Just a little trickle of it in there that's. She definitely wants to see it. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think she has some turn-ons there that she might not even know she has yet. Oh, I think she knows she has them. <laughs> Okay, well, she, she's she not might ready be trying to, to hide them, but she knows she has them. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for a hump day quick. We hope this brought you some midweek excitement. If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience, please call 844 4 Hump Day and leave us a message. Can't wait to hear your sexy stories.